Representative Phillips has focused her work on environmental justice throughout the state of Delaware with an emphasis on diversity, equity, and inclusion in the parks. Over the past few years, she has worked on expanding urban green space in Wilmington, Delaware, and in Baltimore, Maryland, in partnership with community groups. As Miss Delaware 2021 in the Miss America organization, she worked with young people throughout the state on professional development. You know, as Miss Delaware, I was able to work with legislators in the past, so I kind of had an understanding of how to talk to legislators and a little bit about how that process worked, especially because my master's is in environmental and energy policy, so I had an understanding of policy as well in addition to that science. But I think, you know, growing those relationships is something that people on the outside don't really see. Um, so I've spent a lot of time with people individually, getting to know them, getting to know their stories so that we can work better together overall when we're trying to work on bills or if I have questions on bills. So I think, you know, coming into it with a little bit of knowledge helped, but I think actually being here and taking the time to get to know people is why I've been more successful than I maybe thought I was going to be. She possesses a Bachelor of Science degree with distinction from the University of Delaware in Environmental and Marine Science and a Master's degree from the University of Delaware in Energy and Environmental Policy. Vice Chair of the Natural Resources and Energy Committee, Rep. Phillips also sits on the Education, Judiciary, Labor, and Veterans Affairs Committees. Rep. Phillips recently returned to the Whip Count Studios to talk a bit about how it's going, how she's been adjusting to a new life as a freshman member of the Delaware House Democratic Caucus, and her legislative priorities. From the Delaware House Democratic Caucus, this is Whip Count. Welcome back to our show, Representative Phillips. It's good to have you here again. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. So this episode is going to be a continuation of something that you started earlier in the year when you were a brand new freshman legislator. So with that in mind, you're at the end of your first year. How does it feel? How did this first year go for you? Honestly, this experience has been better than I thought it was going to be. Everyone was super welcoming right off the bat, and I feel like the relationships have already grown so much in the past few months. So it's exciting to have my bill being voted on in the Senate today and to, you know, have that success ahead of me. So you just talked about your bill in the Senate, and um, for a little bit of context for folks, it's an environmental bill, which is part of a package that you worked very hard on this year. Do you want to talk about that and, and what taking on that big responsibility was like as a freshman legislator? Absolutely, yeah. So HB 12 looks at a rebate program uh, for electric vehicles. And the overall environmental package was to ensure that we'd be able to take the necessary steps to you know, get those goals of HB 99, which is those greenhouse gas emission goals. Um, you know, as a freshman coming in as one of the only environmental people, I kind of figured I'd be put on something big that was environmental, but I didn't quite think it was going to be this big. I am so grateful for Representative Longhurst for allowing me to be part of that. And I think it's a really great first step. And going into next year, I know we're going to have even bigger environmental bills coming forward. So it, it was really exciting right off the bat to get involved with that. And I know I'm looking forward to even more. So as an environmental scientist, you were somebody that was active in advocacy, I know, before you got here, not just with the environment, but with other topics. So what was that transition like from advocate to legislator? Because some legislators coming in, they didn't really have that interaction with the legislator that, that you did. So can you talk a little bit about that? 
Yeah. You know, as Miss Delaware, I was able to work with legislators in the past. So I kind of had an understanding of how to talk to legislators and a little bit about how that process worked, especially because my master's is in environmental and energy policy. So I had an understanding of policy as well, in addition to that science. But I think, you know, growing those relationships is something that people on the outside don't really see. Um, so I've spent a lot of time with people individually, getting to know them, getting to know their stories so that we can work better together overall when we're trying to work on bills or if I have questions on bills. So I think, you know, coming into it with a little bit of knowledge helped, but I think actually being here and taking the time to get to know people is why I've been more successful than I maybe thought I was going to be. And what has surprised you the most this year, not just in this building, maybe not just with legislation, but maybe in your district or with constituents or a part of this role that surprised you? I have a lot of constituents, so I didn't think I was going to be able to get close to anybody, but I have been able to get close to a lot of my constituents, and that's surprising to me. One of my constituents who has been going through a domestic violence crisis, she actually helped me figure out that I really am interested in domestic violence policy, and going forward, you'll see more of that from me, but you never really think that one person in your district is going to change some of your goals in the legislature, but she definitely did, and I look forward to getting to know more of my constituents and assuming that's probably going to happen more and more, too. Can you talk a little bit more about what it's like to be in your district and, and how you've related to your community that's different now that you're a rep? Yeah, so my district is pretty diverse, which I think is really great. Since I come from a diverse background, I knew I was going to be able to relate to them in a way that maybe my predecessor wasn't able to. So I know going to the civic association meetings constantly and speaking with my constituents, I've been able to find a lot of things in common with many of them, which I think has made it more, you know, made me more accessible to them, made it easier for them to talk to me about their issues. So, you know, I think being in my district as a legislator versus just, you know, a regular um, person there has been kind of eye-opening because people are willing to tell you more about their life than they are if you're just a neighbor. So I, you know, even my direct neighbors or people that are living pretty close to me, I didn't really know too much about their stories, but now that they know I'm in this position, they're willing to open up and tell me their needs. And I'm really grateful that I'm able to, you know, at least try and help them with those needs. It's really amazing how much people will open up to you and tell you about their struggles. So how are you handling that kind of emotional uh, toll on yourself? I try to get outside with my dog a lot, honestly. That gives me a lot of peace, just being outside in nature and being able to kind of push a little bit of that off. But I am a really empathetic person and I do take on a lot of other people's emotions. So I think that's been a learning curve here is trying to make sure that I am protecting myself a little bit and um, knowing when to step back from a situation. That's been really hard for me, especially with members of my community that are struggling with homelessness. You know, I really want to be there for them immediately and try to get them at least into somewhere safe as fast as possible. And, you know, I've spent nights crying, you know, knowing that they're on the street or knowing that they're living in their car. So it has been a lot emotionally, but I think, you know, I'm learning how to deal with that more. <laughs> Well, we deal with a lot of very serious stuff in this building, but switching into a little bit of a lighter gear, some of your colleagues are pranksters. So can you tell me any stories, any, any lighthearted, funny stories from any of your, your colleagues or that you've experienced in this building? 
Oh goodness, that's a hard one. Okay, I feel like people wouldn't think this, but Spiegelman and I are pretty close actually. He always sends me texts of like science experiments he's doing at his house. So you wouldn't think, you know, Democrats, Republicans, you wouldn't think we really get along like that, but I'm actually super close with Spiegelman. And uh, Mike Smith and I just went on a conference recently and like we were able to bond over a lot as well. So there's a lot of people that relate in this building that you wouldn't necessarily think do. So, but I'd say Spiegelman science experiments. If you have a chance to ask him about that, do it. So what advice would you have for somebody, because you're a very young person that got interested in this at a very young age. What would you say to people maybe graduating college thinking about coming into this field? I would say either getting involved in a campaign early on to sort of understand what that campaign process and policy process looks like. Also getting involved in advocacy groups because we have advocacy days where people come in and they talk to us about what issues they care about. And I know I've learned so much from those days. So just getting involved really young and understanding how that policy process works and understanding how to talk to legislators, I think is a really great way to get involved quickly. I know my mom uh, has recently got involved in New York with um, a plastic free related policy. And so she's participated in advocacy days there. And it's really exciting for me to see my family getting involved, even if it's in a different state, seeing her get involved in these advocacy days and how much she's learned from that. So getting involved young and getting and coming in and talking to us about your issues, I think is a fantastic way to start to understand this process better. So what do you do in your downtime between session when, when you're not helping out those constituents or writing those bills? And do you have any plans this summer? Okay, so I mentioned in, I think it was a women's advocacy group video that my family is professional bowlers. I actually do so much bowling in my free time, which is kind of kind of weird, but I love it. I know this summer, I also love mini golf. So any of these like random sports, like bowling, mini golf, cornhole, these are my, oh, ping pong. I love ping pong. So any of those weird sports, you'll find me on my off days doing. Well, it sounds like fun. One last question for you, and I know you previewed this earlier in the interview. What can we expect from you next year? Is there anything that you didn't get to this year that you're planning on hitting the ground running with next year? We introduced a buffers bill, HB 246, I believe it is, and there's already been a lot of talk about that one. We are 100% willing to compromise on it and work with people, and that's honestly why we introduced it at this point in time, not to get it passed in the next you know, three days, but to make sure that we're actively having those stakeholder meetings. So I think over the break, that's gonna be the biggest one, along with a couple other environmental related ones. And like I mentioned before, there are a couple domestic violence related policies that I'd like to start working on with the coalition against domestic violence. So you'll see more from me for sure, but that buffer bill is gonna be a tough one. Sounds like we'll have to have you back on in January when we return. So that thank you so much. We appreciate your time. Absolutely, thank you so much for having me. From the Delaware House Democratic Caucus, this is Whip Count. You can keep up to date with the Delaware House Democratic Caucus by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at DE House Dems.